Hold on, what happened? Edwin's wife, her life destroyed, called my wife with gory details. Why would he say anything? Because he was caught with chewing gum on his pubis. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to This Guy Sucks with Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. And ooh, baby, we're back. The 2022 NFL season has been an absolute banger in the mouth, and I, for one, have barely gotten to experience it. I've been on a little holiday with the lovely lady gallivanting across Portugal and Italy and asking cafe owners which NFL Sunday ticket package they have. But since literally no one on the planet gives a frog's fat ass about that, We're going to dedicate the entirety of today's show to the weekly awards, so let's get to them. That'll be enough of that! While this podcast is a critic's darling and the early odds-on favorite to ruin both my professional and personal life, I figured today was the day we pivot into more dramatic roles, which people have said I've been unable to take on. So when it comes to the famous talking pictures, a few programs capture the spirit of fantasy football more than Mad Men. Sex, infidelity, crippling guilt and shame, banging, drinking in the morning, intercourse, long stares out the window naked while tripping on LSD, making love, uh, what else, creative problem solving. I could go on and on and on, and uh, I will. Penetration, smoking indoors, a lack of women or diversity, boys being boys. kick this off with the quote machine himself, Roger Sterling. This is the lawn mowing accident award for the most poorly timed injury. Jesus, it's like Iwo Jima out there. He might lose his foot. Right when he got it in the door. <laughs> Javante Williams, absolutely brutal and one of the least deserving, deserving, yeah, sorry, the drinking in the morning to get in the Mad Men theme is getting to me a little quickly. One of the least deserving recipients of this award The last thing any of us needed was more Russell Wilson in his Subway cookbook, but alas, here we are. Sutton and Judy fans will rejoice as this probably means they won't be giving the ball to Melvin Gordon and Latavius Murray 30 times a game. But of all the RBs the suits on Madison Avenue could have taken, I would have preferred it not to be the chosen one. Zooby, zooby, zoo. The Ida Blankenship Lower Your Voice Award. Good afternoon. Your daughter's psychiatrist called. Lower your voice, please. This goes to Tom Brady and to everyone else specifically who won't stay out of his fucking business. Uh, This is a man who had it all and he came back to play for our pleasure and all the Bobby Duches of the world won't stay out of his personal life. Look, whatever goes on behind closed doors is between Tom, Giselle, and Antonio Brown. That's it. Everyone else just needs to fuck off and set their lineups. Zooby, zooby, zoo. The Pete Campbell Strong Language Award. We are not adopting a child. That's final. Will you calm down and we can talk Hell's about- Hell's bells, Trudy! That is final! Goes to Russell Wilson. 
This award embodies the spirit and likeliness of Mr. Unlimited about as much as any single phrase ever could. If you close your eyes, you can actually picture Russ arguing at home with Sierra about her decision to wear a halter top to draw Rule's 47th birthday party in Panama City Beach and dropping his foot with Hell's Bell Sierra. That is dangerous. You go, girl. God, I can see it right now. Zooby, zooby, zoo. All right, we have our first two-parter of the segment, the Don Draper Pretentious Hippie Award. Don's in advertising. No way. Madison Avenue, what a gas. How do you sleep at night? A bed made of money. And number one goes to the NFL for not giving a single fuck about the actual safety of its players to the point where it's almost admirable. They set the guidelines, developed concussion identification procedures, and have changed the rules of the game to become more player-friendly, but none of that really matters when you've got a 300-pound defensive lineman super flexing to a Tagovailoa backwards on his head so violently that even Quentin Tarantino would say, fuck me, that was brutal. So if you want to tell me that Tua shouldn't have been in the game, I probably wouldn't have listened to you because I'm either always wearing headphones or I would have been trying to figure out a way to break out of the handcuffs. Either way, there's not a single offensive player sans maybe Derrick Henry that would have been not carted off the field on a stretcher after that sack Thursday night. So everybody pump the brakes. Let's all see where this goes. Everybody can chime in with their shitty little opinions, but this is just kind of the nature of the beast. Part two of this award. So Roy, if you had a job... What would you do? Is going to go to... I was originally going to give this to the CTE expert that was made the fall guy for the whole Tua debacle, but I don't think that's any fun. So we're going to give this one to Will Fuller. Will Fuller is the greatest wide receiver to ever play for such a limited number of snaps. Uh, Better than Josh Gordon, better than Martavis Bryant, uh, better than Travis Fulgham. But the guy's been MIA since he was in MIA, and I'm reminded of that every time Justin Fields is throwing to... Okay, bad example. Justin Fields doesn't throw. But how about every time Daniel Jones is throwing to Richie James or Kyler Murray is throwing to Greg Dortch? At the very least, someone needs to get him a coach ticket to Nashville because there's spots out there, there's snaps, they're limited, and nobody's better in limited snaps than Will Fuller. Zooby, zooby, zoo. The Don Draper Figure Out What You Do Award goes to... Your competitors are going to keep killing you because you're too scared of the skin that your two-piece was designed to show off. You need to decide what kind of company you want to be. Comfortable and dead, or risky, and possibly rich. The Baltimore Ravens, who are out of their fucking minds. The idea of the triangle in football is one that consists of a great quarterback, a wide receiver that can get open and a tight end that can make plays all over the field. The best teams of the last 10 years have all had this. The Brady and Buccaneers Patriots, the Mahomes and Tyreek Hill Chiefs, Lamar with Mark Andrews in Hollywood, Foles with Ertz, and uh, shit. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, anyways, why the fuck are the Ravens only 26 in pass attempts when they have this same exact setup? They've already done it. Mark Andrews is at the top of his game, and Rashad Bateman is averaging over 22 yards per catch, but they still decide to give the fucking ball to J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill over 20 carries a game. It's not like it's working for them. They're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Just hit the fucking gas pedal already. Lamar can carry it as many times as he wants because he's a tiny dancer out there in open space, but open the offense up a little more, for goodness sake. Now, let's eat some cake. Zooby, zooby, zoo. The Sally Draper Not Bad Award. 
What's on this? Mrs. Butterworth's. That's rum. Read labels. Is it bad? Not really. And this goes to Geno Smith. This motherfucker is lighting it up. He's the QB9. He's got seven touchdowns, two interceptions, and he's thrown for 645 yards in his last two games alone. I know I dump on Russell Wilson a lot, but the play of Geno is doing more talking than I ever could. His wide receivers are doing most of the work here, which has been my argument about Seattle all along. He's stepping up in the pocket and taking kill shots, and it's a blast to watch. I love great quarterback play or awful quarterback play, and everything in the middle can just miss me. But this guy's capable of both, and I think that makes the Seahawks appointment television. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Not bad. The Roger Sterling Honest Romantic Award. I'll tell you the same thing I told my daughter. If you put a penny in a jar every time you make love in the first year of marriage, and then you take a penny out of the jar every time you make love in the second year, you know what you have? Jar full of pennies. I envy that girl having you to give her away. And this goes to Sean McVay and the Matthew Stafford-led Rams. Last year was fun. Young love. They spent all of their grandparents' inheritance money on a fancy wedding and a luxury honeymoon in Dubai, only to come back and realize that sharing a studio apartment in Burbank and working co-shifts delivering Uber Eats together only lasts if you've spent years building a strong foundation, which they haven't. They always knew that they had a steady supply of government cheese coming in via Cooper Cup that could milk, milk, milk the current political regime. However, the money is drying up, so they did what any desperate couple on the brink of financial ruin does. They sublet their futon to a third member to help pay rent. However, when that third member is Elaine Robinson, you come to find that him borrowing your car and running your electric bill with his indoor growing operation is actually costing you more than you're saving, and you're fucked. And they're fucked. Uh, You're probably wondering where I was going with all that, and even I'm not sure, but the bourbon's hitting me pretty good today. It's a bad team, with a severely declining quarterback, an offensive line in shambles, and a defense that is super top-heavy with only one good player and a bunch of aging veterans who are on the decline. So last year, they had no options other than Cooper Cup, and that is not a recipe for repeat in 2022, thank God. So hard fade alert on the Los Angeles Rams. The Harry Crane Why Are You Talking Award goes to... So Megan comes out and does a double secret reverse to Don that it's over. And then they just pass it back and forth like a couple of pros. You weren't even there. Dak Prescott, who's taking home his first award of the year, as he watches his Cowboys reach heights never before seen under MVP frontrunner and future host of the terribly named podcast Feed the Rush. Just as Tony Roma was famous for using bathrooms that didn't correspond to his birth gender in North Carolina, Dak is on his way as going down as the sleep mattress guy, which is extremely apropos for his career. We all knew that Zeke was fading quickly, but the continued emergence of Pollard, Lamb, Gallup, and hopefully Schultz will put this team back on track to be a wildcard loser for at least another decade. The- zooby, zooby, zoo. Pete Campbell, why are they picking them award? Hello? The article came out and we're not mentioned. What? It's a bullshit piece on the usual assholes. And this goes out to me and the phone call I have with my agent every Friday when I see the podcast numbers for the week. So yeah, big shout out to me and my pettiness. All right, we are on to the Don Draper bonus round where it's all Don Draper all the time from here on out. Let's get to number one. 
the Don't Get Complacent Award. You're on top and you don't have enough. You're happy because you're successful for now. But what is happiness? It's a moment before you need more happiness. I won't settle for 50% of anything. I want 100%. You're happy with your agency? You're not happy with anything. You don't want most of it. You want all of it. And I won't stop until you get all of it. This is for you. Yes, I'm talking to you. Listening to this podcast. We got nine weeks left of the fantasy football regular season and then three weeks of playoffs. Look at your team. Look at your players. Look at their usage. Is it sustainable? Do you have too many good assets and not enough great ones? You might want to think about starting to make some moves, especially if you're in one of my leagues. So come to me, give you a great deal. But realistically, we are in the sweet spot of fantasy football season right now, mainly because teams with a losing record aren't quite ready to pack it in. You know, one or two more losses and they might go dark and shut their players off for the rest of the year, at least from trade talks. So now is the opportunity to put together a little sales package, put together a little pitch, take some risks, not too much, obviously, but start setting yourself up for a deep playoff run and don't just, you know, rest on your laurels. The team you have right now is not going to be the same team you have week 14, week 15. The players aren't going to be used the same. So start thinking about that as we go into week five and week six. Get your shit together. The Out of Sight, Out of Mind Award. I feel bad for you. I don't think about you at all. This goes to a short list of players I decided I did not want in my life for the next six months when it came to draft season. And I got to say, four weeks in, it feels phenomenal. I have, and if you have, zero shares of Allen Robinson, Najee Harris, Alvin Kamara, Allen Robinson, James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Cam Akers, or Allen Robinson. And if you're with me on any of that, then you know exactly how it feels. Um, Every tweet, every article, every annoying Reddit post is about one of those guys and they're, oh, I didn't see it coming. You should have fucking seen it coming. If you listen to this podcast, you would have seen it coming. If you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen it coming. If you play on my kickball team, you would have seen it coming. It's all I talk about. So Feels good. I don't want a victory lap too soon because I just basically guaranteed that all of them will be sodomizing the rest of my teams with a banana when I play them. But the early returns are looking hot and I'm here to record it. The Are You Out of Your Mind Award. It's your job. I give you money, you give me ideas. And you never say thank you. That's what the money is for. And you should be thanking me every morning when you wake up along with Jesus for giving you another day. And this goes to Kyler Murray, who is the second highest paid quarterback in the league at $230 million with $160 million guaranteed. Now, when you get paid that kind of cash, you are rightfully opened up to all kinds of scrutiny in the world, and he better get ready for it. It's going to be really hard to decipher where the majority of the blame lies, but when your league average or worse in QBR, passer rating, completion percentage, and bottom of the league in yards per attempt... You better not say shit about fuck to the fans or the media when we start to dogpile on you, and it is coming. Now, it does seem realistic to expect the offense to take a step forward when Newt comes back, but this is a team that is dead last, dead fucking last in first half points per game at four, just the number four. That's behind the Saints, who just threw Andy Dalton out there in honor of the Queen in London. I mean, just piss poor stuff. So that is not what the money is for. The ping pong ball award goes to... Why do you care? Because I'm sick of being batted around like a ping pong ball. Who the hell is in charge? A bunch of accountants trying to make a dollar into a dollar ten? I want to work. I want to build something of my own. How do you not understand that? You did it yourself 40 years ago. 
a direct message from the Colts players to the Colts organization. I told everyone who would and in most cases would not listen that Matt Ryan died several years ago and was replaced with an exact lookalike whose only difference was that he got the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. The Colts will have to start fresh again next year with a new quarterback, which means that the entire offense will take too long to click again, if it even does at all. While the strong defensive talent they've continued to add up there will wear and tear, and they're wasting prime years of their veterans' lives. It appears the only goal there is to eke into the playoffs and get Jeffrey Dahmer by the first or second team that they play, which I just don't understand. I mean, I don't get it. How can an organization that had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck fail to grasp the importance of having at least good quarterback play. Ryan Tannehill is a fun guy who likes fun stuff, but he's not exactly a world beater. And yet him playing in Tennessee for three straight years at even a league average level has allowed them to seriously compete with Mahomes, Lamar, Josh Allen, blah, blah, blah. Consistency. That's all it is. So this is probably the end for the current management run in Indianapolis. And I think everybody will probably be better for it after that. Last but not least, our final award goes to my favorite Madman quote of all time, the coup de grace. Pete Campbell, take it away. Hold that. How are you? Not great, Bob. The not great Bob award goes to a man of class, integrity, grit, determination, a generational talent playing the most important position, not just for fantasy, but in the NFL. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, it's not great, Bob. Uh, You don't need a five-minute diatribe from me to know what we all know, which is that he's in a scheme that will not do shit for him. As long as he's catching as many balls as Mo Alley-Cox, his usage will continue to disappoint us. Some insane talents never translate to our hopes and dreams until they find the right partner. You know, like how Tyreek Hill never really flourished until he found Tua, or how Devontae Adams was somewhat of a middling talent until he got with Derek Carr, or how Mark Zuckerberg found Justin Timberlake. There's all kinds of combinations, but it just doesn't really make any sense because head coach Arthur Smith was finally able to maximize the talents of Cordero Patterson in a way that some of the best minds in the NFL hadn't uh, by giving him the fucking ball. So it's got to be something else we don't know about. Maybe Kyle Pitts signed an exclusive packaging deal with UPS and the heir to FedEx just did not appreciate that. But either way, it's, it's not great. What a show. We learned a lot especially about how similar the culture of the 1950s and the 2020s are from the rampant drinking all the way down to the proud open misogyny. However, when it comes to the mid-century pursuit of the American dream, it's hard to imagine one more American than beating strangers and friends in a game you have absolutely no control over. So until next time, bassholes, stay fresh. Stay fresh.